Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Misfit Vegan Podcast. Okay, so guys, we're here with Barbie. And Barbie, we didn't think of a name of this show. <laughs> it's like, I guess it's just another episode, but I, I think we should have a name for the show. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, Barbie, we'll get back to you guys on the name for the show. Um, so welcome to the show. So I'm going to be doing a weekly show with my friend Barbie, also known as Raw Vegan Barbie. And she, I'm really grateful to her that she said yes, because she's really smart. She's doing this raw vegan lifestyle and she's doing it in a way that I really look up to. She's very, she eats very simple. She makes very simple dressings. And um, I really aspire to be more like her. And so uh, she's also very knowledgeable and specifically on the topic we're going to talk about today. So let's start the first episode, which is going to be once a week, hopefully, if, if you guys like it and if Barbie agrees. And so today's episode is going to be about the starch solution. I'm really grateful, Barbie, because I've never read it. So I'm, I'm guessing you have read it, correct? Yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. And so, okay. All right. Let's rewind. Barbie, can you please tell everyone about your experience with the starch solution and um, uh, why you decided to go to the raw vegan lifestyle? Okay. Um, well, I, I, um, I became vegan like 17 or 18 years ago and quickly became whole food plant-based accidentally because I bought a book on nutrition because I didn't know how to be vegan and it turned out it was a healthy book. So anyway, I learned how to eat healthy without- <laughs> you got lucky. Yeah, yeah, without knowing about junk food. So I got healthy and then I was like, what? what's happening? All these, ter- all these bad symptoms went away. And then I found McDougal, Dr. McDougal online. I just started researching. So yeah, he was the first one I found and I started doing his diet and you know cut out the oil and my health improved so much i lost weight i mean so many things my heart disease went away this hemorrhoids i mean you name it Mm -hmm. (laughs) gum disease so um obviously it works well wow start sorry so gum disease yeah that got reversed on the starch solution yes Wow. I think it's because I think it's because animal products make your body acidic. And so then your mouth is more acidic. And then the bacteria get in there. Yeah, I had pretty bad gum disease. That is so wow. That is incredible. Okay, so. All right, continue. Sorry, I just think that's incredible. Because they say, you know, certain things are not reversible. And it's like, well, yes, they are actually. So that's really cool. Yeah, so then I, I just started following all the guys, all the whole food plant-based people. I started following Furman for a while, but I got a little addicted to the um, nutty, dainty desserts on Furman. So then I mm-hmm. k- kind of went back to the low-fat, which is more McDougal, but then I kind of got addicted to the low-fat muffins. <laughs> so so clearly I had a sugar problem, and, um, and then I kind of went in tried some food addiction programs. I tried, and and Chef AJ's program, I think is the one that really worked best for me. And because it's low fat, but then it's also no sugar. 
and um, you know avoid avoiding the dried fruit, avoiding the nuts. Um, so that that really worked well for me, and and that's also almost identical to Dr. McDougall's maximum weight loss plan. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so I kind of looked to McDougal and AJ as my, yeah, as my mentors, as the ones, as the path that worked. And so it was only accidental that I started eating raw. And that was only a few years ago. And it was because I, I broke my kneecap and had surgery and the recovery was kind of difficult. And mm. a friend of mine said, and I really needed to... um reduce the inflammation so I could get my mobility back because there's like a time period when you need to get your mobility back or you may never get it back. So I was trying really hard to bend my leg and it was hurting so much. And a friend of mine said, let me turn off that sound. A friend of mine said, um, well, I've heard a raw diet will help with um, inflammation because it's very hydrating. So so that summer I just started eating tons of watermelon and just watermelon and vegetables, fruit and fruits and vegetables. And I felt so great and, and it really helped my knee and I got all my mobility back. So I thought that was really cool. So then I, I took that nutrition course from the Dina's Rick and Karen Dina Mm -hmm. learned about it. And then I was just experimenting back and forth going from raw to cooked just to see, because in their course, I was kind of learning, well, you still get lots of nutrients from beans and other things. And so, but every time I went back to cooked, I just felt more tired. And so, so yeah, I think it was just by accident and experiment that I just decided I like raw better because I just feel so much more energetic and I just feel better all around. So, so yeah, I don't have any science to back it up. Yes. Even though you are a rocket scientist, ladies and gentlemen, I did not introduce you as that. But um, okay, so now basically, all right, so you started eating a lot of watermelon and now all of a sudden you have a podcast with me. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you start eating watermelon, I will manifest into your life somehow. And so now, of course, I am Barbie's uh, guru, of course, mm-hmm. biggest mentor. <laughs> She's my best mentee. And no, I'm just kidding. But okay, so the starch solution. So the reason that I really wanted to address this is because from what I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, the starch solution, you're, he's, rec- he's really recommending you get your bulk of your calories from potatoes, rice, lentils, corn, pasta, and um, mm-hmm. and beans, I guess, right? Yes. Oats. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all of the starches. Okay. In the book, Barbie, does he talk about fruit and does he talk about why he doesn't recommend the bulk of your fuel, the bulk of your calories come from fruit? Yes. Okay. <laughs> because want- I can't understand it for the life of me and I'm so happy you're here because I am assuming you have his book in front of you highlighted with all marker <laughs> with um, bookmarks and post-its and <laughs> well not quite that I I I, uh, I couldn't find my cop- hard copy of the book but I have it on Kindle so I just went and I did a search on fruit and I just um, oh, extracted amazing. extracts on there amazing. so I can, I can give you some quotes from the book so we get straight from the horse's mouth I would love to yes and by the way guys I think I am going to be interviewing 
Dr. McDougal very, very soon. So I'm really excited. I'm going to try not to um, ruin the potential of me interviewing him <laughs> with this podcast, but I'm very curious the whole, uh, no, you know, no fruit thing or like very little fruit. So educate me, Barbie. What does he say about fruit? Okay. Um, and yeah, we can use this material to generate questions for him. Maybe. Mm, yes, so. yes, yes, yes. Um, so he says, um, fruits offer quick burning energy, mostly in the form of simple sugars, but little of that slow burning, sustaining starch. As a result, fruits alone won't satisfy our appetites for very long. So that's one of his uh, things that he says a fair amount. Okay, so we'll stop there. That's a good that's that's a good point. Now I'm wondering because I've never been on the starch solution personally, but I have definitely eaten my share of potatoes, rice, um, what corn, pasta. Oh my gosh, yeah, I ate a lot of pasta. But I'm wondering your opinion on what he just said, which is you know it's a uh, fruit is not slow burning and so it doesn't satisfy you and it doesn't give you energy for a sustainable amount of time. How do you feel about this statement? Um, I think there probably is some truth to that, but there's also a downside is that, like when I eat starch, I get very tired because I think it's harder to digest. And so then my body needs, I don't know, I guess it's working yes. harder. And so, yeah, it does sustain you for longer, but it also it also makes me more tired. So I, I prefer fruits. And so then you just, all you have to do is just eat more of them. And if you want, you know, if you want, you can eat more often. Um, I think you just have to eat enough fruit and then you'll be plenty satisfied. Yeah. What I mean, think? he's, he's, he's recommending complex carbohydrates, um, which are complicated to digest and that's taking energy away from our body so I agree. I mean, simple carbohydrates like fruit digest simply. And so, yeah, maybe we get hungrier sooner, but we have more energy because we're not using it to digest our food. I think the point of being alive is to not use, to use as, as little energy as possible on digestion so we can have as much energy as possible to do things physically and also to heal our body. Like a lot of people are suffering now because the body has no energy left after digesting its food, right? The body has no energy left to go to work on the things that need to be done. It's like your body's a house and the house has repairs that need to be done. But if the workers are tired because you gave them so much work, <laughs> then of course they're not going to get to all the other stuff. So I really like that you said about your knee. I love that you healed your knee, Barbie, because I didn't even realize it, but I healed my knee as well on a raw food diet. But it was just like one of those things that was like at the bottom of the list of repairs, you know, that needed to be made. Mm -hmm. But I had such bad knee pain my whole entire life and um, never had it since going raw. And I, I kind of didn't even realize that it healed. So, um, yeah, I just think that the overall healing of the body happens so much better on a raw food diet. And I know people lose weight and I know people do heal on a starch-based starch diet, but I just think that there is a big problem with not recommending fruit or starch. Okay, so, so let's continue down the rabbit hole here. Uh, what else does he say about fruit, Barbie? Boo? Okay, well, um, I think this next section I'll go through kind of, I think, 
is sort of the basis of his his philosophy on on eating starches. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he he says that um, he he goes and talks about um, the natural diet of our closest relative, the chimpanzee, is almost purely vegetarian, made up of mostly of fruits, leaves, and perishable vegetable matter. In the dry seasons, when fruit is scarce, chimp eat chimps eat nuts, seeds, flowers, and bark. So that's our closest relative, and it's kind of similar to a raw vegan diet. Um, And then he says, uh, genetic testing has demonstrated that humans thrive best on starch. Um, I'm not quite sure I get where the best comes from, but um, he says human and chimpanzee DNA is roughly identical. One of the major different minor differences is that our genes help us to digest more starch, a crucial evolutionary adjustment. Hmm. And then, so, so we do, we're able to digest starch. And then he also says, as early humans ventured north and south from Africa to colonize the rest of the planet, we relied on our ability to, to, to eat starchy tubers and grains for concentrated calories to last through the winter after the fruits of summer and fall were gone. So, and these starchy foods were widely available around the world and easy to gather and so on. So, so basically, as we ventured out into the rest of the world, we became starch eaters. Yeah, um, I'm just, okay, let me just interrupt here because okay. I'm just going to be honest, Barbie. This is my opinion. I'm just going to keep it real. I think that the starch solution is great, but it's basically for, it's the easy way out. Okay, this is my opinion. So I think, and I want to know what you think about this, but a starch solution is probably way, way easier and uh, more realistic for the average person to go on, right? Because they can do the rice and the beans and the potatoes and the, and the corn and the pasta, and that is cheap and that is available all year round, no matter where you live. And so, yeah, it's way healthier than any other um, processed food diet, than animal products, than, you know, all the crap that people are eating out there. Um, But it's not the best diet on earth. Okay. It's not the best. It clearly can't be the best because this stuff is, this stuff is not alive. This stuff is like dead pasta. And it's just like, okay, so I understand what he's doing. He's making it possible for people to mm, easily very kind of lazily get healthy if does that make sense barbie because tell me you were you've been on both diets and yeah the raw food diet takes probably more money yeah and more planning and more prep um um prioritization but i want to know your opinion on the benefits because i mean you already said it you feel much better but like do you think that that's what he's doing here he's promoting this diet to make it like easy or sustainable for like the, the lazy person out there? Um, I'm not sure I'd go with the lazy part. Just, <laughs> I just <laughs> continue. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's just that, um, you know, for the last 10,000 years, um, I think that's the time period he's talking about. So the mm-hmm. healthiest populations throughout the world for the last 10,000 years um, we're eating a starch-based diet. And so clearly it is the healthiest diet if you can't get fruit. In Wait, there were no raw vegans um, in the last 10,000 years? Well, no, but... but I, Where's I the book know. on that, Barbie? 
I Should don't we know. write it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but but most most of the healthy populations ate starch because they weren't living in the tropics. That's why. And so right. they only right. had access right. to right. to starches. So, right. Okay. So if you don't have access to fruit, then I think it is the healthiest diet. It's just that now with modern transportation, correct, we have access to the diet of our ancestors. And also, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's harder to be raw, but, but then I eat very simply, but I just think it's so easy. I don't have to do any cooking. I don't have to, I don't have pots and pans getting dirty. Oh, it's so much easier. Oh yeah, no, it is. But the thing is people don't, you know, like for some reason, if you buy two boxes of pasta, Barbie, there's nothing wrong. But if you buy 10 bananas, there's, you must have a monkey in your house. You know, like there must be something wrong. <laughs> there oh, must okay. be something strange. Socially, and, right? Okay. Yeah, that. And also people are just, you have to learn, you have to, you know, rotate the fruit because, yes, yes. you know, a box of pasta can just like grab it out of the cupboard and everything's. That's what I mean. It's not right. harder. It's just like you're going to choose your hard, okay? You're going to choose to learn about how to rotate your fruit and how to prioritize and how to know when things are ripe, or you're going to choose to have, um, you know, some health issues that you can't really uh, resolve because you refuse to eat your species-specific diet. That's right, okay. So, yes, I, I get you there. And <laughs> so there is a learning curve. But, yeah. but okay, here's another thing. With, I, w- I was... I was trying to eat a really clean, whole food, plant-based diet. That is really hard. That's just as hard socially. You can't, you, you, when someone wants to cook you a meal, they aren't going to make it salt, oil, and sugar-free. And, and so it's, in my view, it's actually easier being raw socially because I just say, I'm just going to eat raw fruits and vegetables. And everyone understands what that means. They don't. Yeah, right, right, right. There's not as much... Uh, caveats and nuances is are those the words? Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it's like okay, it's very clear if it's if it's a fruit or vegetable and it's raw, I eat it, so people can know what to because people are do not understand what whole foods, plant based, SOS free, low fat, low, you know, like this right. is like a whole different language. But like raw fruit and vegetables, people have it. Yeah, for me, for Christmas, people had carrots and cantaloupe, and you know, they had stuff that they knew what to buy. Right. Good yeah, point. They're, they're easier to train. They're easier <laughs> to train on a raw diet than on a whole food. Yeah, the humans. Right. 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 And so, um, okay. Uh, yeah. I I hate. Sorry if anybody out there is listening and they're on the starch solution and I called you lazy. Sorry about that. But basically, I think that you are. I think that you are because it's very obvious to me that we've always known Barbie that fresh fruit and vegetables are the healthiest foods on earth. We've always known this, but yet it's like we're, I don't know why we've been kind of like um, manipulated to think now nobody's ever going to argue about fresh vegetables, but the fresh fruit, Barbie, people have been manipulated in society to think that there's something wrong with it. It's too sweet. It's going to cause diabetes. And so I think the starch solution kind of came in and like, okay, you can eat all this starch. And well, does he recommend vegetables? Um, yeah. So, so he recommends just a, he recommends a, the diet dominated by starch. And then um, here's a quote. Um, 
grains and legumes aren't quite so complete as potatoes as far as providing all your nutritional needs. So to add a small dose of vitamin A and C, you can eat a little fruit or green and yellow vegetables, <laughs> and then you've got everything you need. So, yeah. Um, so he, and then he later says, fruits offer a sweet addition, a punctuating conclusion to a meal or a satisfying between meal snack. Um, another thing I have, the problem is we are what we eat and Barbie knows this, but I'm just talking to the, the person listening because it's like, all right, well, if you look at a beautiful bowl of fresh fruit and vegetables, and then you look at a plate of baked potatoes, it's just like, which one do you want to look like? Which one do you want to feel like? It's just like the fruit is so beautiful. And yeah, the potatoes aren't going to, they're probably not going to cause disease in your body. And yeah, you could lose weight on it. But do, don't you want to look and feel vibrant and glowing and, uh, and alive? Those potatoes are dead. Oh, Barbie, don't get me started. Did I talk to you about the microwave situation? Me? Yeah, you. Uh, I don't know. Okay. So you basically, mentioned something. You mentioned basically something, but... I just found out that Dr. Greger recommends using a microwave now. Like he says it's totally healthy and there's nothing wrong with it. And so does John McDougal also recommend using a microwave? Probably. Probably. How can I trust anyone that uses a microwave in 2023? How, how can I possibly take any health advice from them? Or is it just me, Barbie? What's your opinion on the microwave? Um, well, uh, up until a year ago, I was following all those whole food plant-based oh. guys, and they all said it was okay. So I just assumed if they said it was okay, then it's okay. And uh, what I've heard Thank recently- Thank God I'm your guru now. Thank God you have me. <laughs> what I've heard recently is that um, radiation does leak out of it, and so just just don't stand too close to it. But um, eat the food from it? Well, yeah, according, yeah, so um, just the way radiation interacts with matter, um, I'm just, uh, you're cooking the food, that's what you're doing, so, but I don't think, you're not adding, you're not adding harmful um, nuclear part particles to them or anything, you're just, you're just cooking them, so it's the cooking that that's harmful to us because the radiation can cook us. That's why we have to stay away from it. Mm. Did you deal with radiation in your job? Uh, in in a in one job I did, yeah. But that was that was nuclear radiation, so that was serious business. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm just gonna say that I will never, ever, ever eat any microwave food ever again because it just doesn't. My common sense tells me, and I don't need to be a rocket scientist to know my common sense right now is telling me it just like it doesn't make me feel healthy it doesn't make me feel confident this box that I'm putting in numbers and it's putting some you know it's like changing the molecular structure of the food in order to be hot it just there's no heat involved this is very strange right like there's no heat involved it's waves right yeah, it's microwaves, and they, yeah. when they interact with matter, it heats it up. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable or confident in that. But hey, do you, boo, whoever's out there using a microwave, but I, I would never do it. And I haven't used a microwave or eaten microwave food since 2000, and uh, I think it was 2010. 
Yeah. So, no, wait. I'm sorry. 2000. The year 2000. Yeah, that's better. Um, so, basically, uh, it's the first thing I learned about health. And I threw away my mom's microwave because I was just like, this is really, really dangerous. So, okay. So, let's, di- uh, let's continue. Is there anything else that's really um, about fruit? In this starch solution. By the way, the starch solution was written in 2012, just so you guys are aware. Um, there is something else that I'm confused about. Uh, but let me see if I, before I get to that. Yeah, okay. Right. So so it's kind of a common in, in the whole food plant-based community to think of fruit as, yeah, as your dessert. You know, one or two servings. Um, wow. And then, so... But then there's this other book he wrote, Maximum Weight Loss, which is essentially Chef AJ's program, which is the one I followed. And so in that program, you're also supposed to eat a starch-based diet, um, but less, but, you know, avoid the flour products, avoid the sugars, mm, mm-hmm. uh, avoid the nuts. Um, and But here in, in, in that book, here's a quote from that, which I feel contradicts what he said. Okay, remember the very first quote I said, fruits offer quick burning energy Yes. in simple sugars, and it doesn't sustain you. Okay, so then here's what he said in Maximum Weight Loss. This, so this would be a question you could ask him if you interview him. Um, with fruit is that it's so tasty, you could eat 20 pieces a day in the process, consume an extra 1,000 to 2,000 calories, which will, of course, slow weight loss. Um, and then he says fruit sugar causes significant increases in blood fats in some people um, and so Wait, on. Wait, fruit causes increase of blood fats? Yeah, triglycerides in some people. That, but Could um, that be I think true? Ro- that can't be true. Well, I think Robbie and um, Cyrus can have a have, – probably have a counter argument to that. I mean, yes, if, you, if you've just come off of a of – a, the kind of diet, you know, the American diet – and so your body's full of fat, all your cells are full of fat, then I could see where that'd be a problem. But if, if you're eating a low fat, fat diet, I don't know why that would be worse than um, a muffin, you know, a, a McDougal muffin. Um, right. Well, well, you just said it right there, Barbie. A, okay. He's going to but- recommend a McDougal muffin over an apple because he doesn't own an apple. He didn't write the apple solution. He didn't write the book called The Fruit Solution. He wrote a book called The Starch Solution. And no hate, right? No hate on him. Do you boo? But, oh, well, that's why I'm working on the Eat Fruit Be Cute Diet book. Yeah, right, right. Because it's just like, well, I have a feeling. And hey, I love him and I've learned so much from him. But I have a feeling that he's recommending The Starch Solution because it is his book. It's his, you know, diet. And he's just going to continue recommending what he has um, put out there and marketed into the world. But like in reality, could we ever argue, Barbie, that potatoes are healthier than bananas? Like, is this, is this, does this make sense to anyone? I mean, if you asked McDougal or, or Gregor, they'd probably, you know, say, well, if you go into chronometer, uh, Potatoes mm. have more minerals than bananas and blah, blah, blah. But, but um, I guess instinctively, when I look at them, I, I'll, I'll choose the banana over the potato. Um, 
it's yeah. just, um, but, but I'm, there's something that just still confuses me though. So what he, what he said on in the starch solution was that the fruit won't satisfy you. And what he's saying in maximum weight loss is don't eat too much fruit because it's so tasty. You can end up consuming a lot of calories from it. Um, and you know, and then you'll slow your weight loss, but that's because you're eating all the potatoes too. But what if you just ate the fruit instead of the potatoes? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. I and think, then the fruit, yeah. like he said, the fruit is so tasty. Exactly. That's why I want <laughs> to eat fruit. And by the way, let's not forget, John McDougall recommends salt. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. I mean, not a lot, but. But you're the one, actually, you put me on, because remember, I've never been on the starch solution, but you're, you're the one who put me on to, or many of my clients, they've been on this diet, and it's like, it doesn't taste good without salt. Right? right? Like it's very hard to eat a completely salt-free diet if you're eating mostly cooked food. That, yeah, I, I found it pretty bland. Yes. Yeah. Potatoes without – okay, now sweet potatoes, yes. But regular potatoes and pasta and, and rice without salt, it's just so bland. And why would we want to live like this? And by the way, he has another book called The Healthiest Diet on the Planet. Have you read this one, Barbie? Uh, yeah. Oh, of course you have. So now <laughs> the healthiest diet on the planet, um, he can't be, is that's obviously the starch solution, right? So it's about like eating pasta mm -hmm. and potatoes and things like that. And, um, how can we possibly say, uh, here's the thing, Barbie, I'm nervous for my interview because I'm going to use my non-scientific common sense. Like I just, the fruit is so much more beautiful. The fruit tastes so much better. I don't have to cook it. I don't have to um, change the molecular structure of it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to salt it. I don't have to put um, oil on it or sugar on it for it to taste good. And he's going to use the science, but I'm going to use my common sense. So which one should we go with, Barbie, Miss uh, Scientist? <laughs> um, well, I, I'm going. I don't know. For me, I'm going with experience, which then I yeah combine with science because. My experience is, wow, I feel so much better on a raw diet. And then I could say, well, but so this is the diet. We haven't evolved that much in the last 10,000 years. We evolved for 2 million years in the, in the rainforest eating fruit. That's mm. when we became human. Mm. So for the last 10,000 years, we spread out over the earth. The only food we had access to was starch. And so we, our bodies learned how to, digest starch but it doesn't mean it's the healthiest food for us it just means we learn to survive and now with modern shipping we can get back to the environment that we had when we were in the rainforest even though i'm living in wisconsin i i can have all these delicious fruits every day and yes it is probably more expensive but on the other hand i don't buy alcohol i don't buy starbucks coffees right right you just reallocating in. your money yeah, right. I don't buy insulin and all these other things. So, mm -hmm. yep. Do you, do people even understand how expensive X-rays are, doctor's appointments, prescription pills, taking time off work? Uh, how about the expense, Barbie, of not living your dream life? How about the expense of regret? Okay, and missing family gatherings and missing events and not being able to live your life and have fun and do whatever you want and climb up mountains and run on the beach and swim in the ocean. What about the cost of that? 
not and just the cost of being tired all the time and then needing caffeine to wake you up in the morning and then alcohol to make you feel better at night to make the coffee go away yeah yeah you know what great point uh there's the co- well i mean you're just adding to my point which is the cost of of your life you know like you're literally sacrificing your life in order to um in order to stay eating the food that you think you love but like when you start eating fruit literally you start loving that too because it's whatever you're eating you love it right because you want to survive and naturally humans need calories and so you start eating something that tastes good okay and you just want to eat more of that and so barbie so everybody doesn't know you're a fraud i'm curious what did you have for breakfast this morning <laughs> no because oh. i just i want them to know you're no um you you're no fake it just took me a second to um i somehow interpreted that the other way no i'm not a fraud okay um, <laughs> um i had um i had a grapefruit and two tangerines and um uh oh some strawberries and i had oh yeah a kiwi and then some a half of a iceberg lettuce because you know how i just like to eat iceberg lettuce and some vegetables and now i've got a bunch of berries and mango and bananas thawing which i'll have for lunch i didn't know you were so wild hold on that's a lot of different fruits i hold on i thought you were my um (laughs) you were my idol but because you eat so you know what you really do that i'm envying or that i want to do is the simple dressings that's what you do because i mean i I do mono meals. I like mono meals for breakfast. Um, so I had a half a watermelon for breakfast personally. However, your dressings are truly goals because Barbie, tell everyone your favorite dressing. Well, okay, but I don't think of it as better. It's just more like lazy. Okay, so <laughs> um, I like uh, mango with um, a little bit of hemp seed and lemon juice blended up. That's my favorite. Crazy guys, and that's amazing. I heard, I heard, I heard uh, Doug Graham say he won a he won a salad dressing contest with blueberries and celery. So I tried that the other night, and it was really good. I can't imagine surprising. that being good. I can't I believe that's good, <sighs> guys out there. Everybody out there, make that dressing blueberries and what's the ratio, Barbie? Uh, more blueberries to celery. Okay. I don't know what his okay. ratio is, but that's what I did. Oh my goodness, Barbie! You once sent me uh, <laughs> you once sent me a chart of the combinations from Doug Graham. Oh yeah, and yeah. I gotta do it. I haven't done it yet because I'm just a creature of habit, and um, I've just been making the same dressings pretty much the same five dressings for like twelve years, and all of them are nut or seed based with you know spices and dates and garlic and lemon and the whole shebang. And it's just like honestly, I've really outgrown it. That was my first you know decade. Okay. And like now I, I really find myself wanting to be way more simple and the dressings you do are really, really what I want. And, um, I just got to get into the better habit of it. I know you put me onto a dressing of raspberry and something. Was it celery too? Probably. Yeah, I think it was celery. So simple. And it was really, really good. And your mango lemon hemp seed dressing, I have not tried yet, but I bet it's delicious. But the but where do you get mangoes from? You you get them frozen? Yeah, Costco. And unfortunately, smart. you know, smart. there's a lot of I mean, I waste a lot cuz I don't like the the 
white parts. Like I, I get, I take my Costco bag and I dump it out and then I take out the parts that don't look ripe. So I waste a lot. I wouldn't you know call I mean? it waste. Uh, <laughs> I call it, you prioritize your health. And Sorry. It tastes, it'll just taste better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When I used to make smoothies, so um, I used to run a smoothie place in New York. And when I used to train employees, like nobody ever took my advice because like they didn't care. But when I made smoothies, when I hopped on the smoothie bar, I would never ever make smoothies with the unripe pieces of pineapple or mango because I wanted my customer to get an amazing smoothie, right? This might be their only chance at experiencing a plant-based smoothie. So I needed it to be 10 out of 10 amazing. And when you make smoothies with unripe fruit, you are going, it's not going to taste good. And plus you're going to have indigestion or some gas or bloating because unripe fruit is not for human consumption. So I don't consider that a waste, Barbie. Oh, and by the way, I changed my language. I don't call myself lazy anymore. I say I like uh, things to be simple because mm. I, yeah, I used to um, okay. say that I was lazy, but the truth is, Barbie, you're like legit one of the least lazy people on earth because you're constantly learning. You're exercising every day. You're climbing up mountains. Your last name is Whitney, right? Is your middle name Mount? <laughs> it's Barbie <laughs> no, Mount Whitney. I really wish I could climb Mount Whitney. I, that's <laughs> on my bucket list. It's on my bucket list too because Goggins, he climbed it in Badwater 135 race. Uh, it it oh, ends wow. at Mount Whit Whitney, I think. And um, yeah, I want to go there one day for sure. Okay, we've kind of deviated because this is just how I do. And let me see the time. Okay, so it's at it's thirty seven thirty seven. Not bad, um, Barbie. Any? Well, can, oh yes. Can I tell you one more thing Please. for me? The difference between whole food, plant based, and raw. Oh yes, please, please. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> it's that, and maybe it's just me because I know a lot of people really struggle with cravings on raw, um, and so maybe it's just me, but since I was really clean, whole food, plant-based before going raw, for me, raw is tastes better. And, but it's mm. not just that it's more, it's more distant from the processed foods. You know, it's just that one step further away from processed foods. Mm. Mm -hmm. So like, like when I was whole food, plant-based and I was eating potatoes and rice and beans, and then um, I would be tempted by restaurant food. Um, and, and so the other day, um, Marilyn showed me a newspaper article that um, with all the new vegan restaurants in my town and, and I read it and, and I, and I just, and there's this really fancy one that's, you know, um, super duper high fancy. And then there's a fast food one and, and the, and I just thought, yeah, I'm, I'm not tempted cause they're all, they're cooked. And I eat raw. I don't know. Somehow in the past, that would have been so tempting. You know, oh, I want to go try those. And I don't know why, but for some reason, I, I really like fruit. And I'm satisfied. And plus, it's just that one step removed so that it, it would it would be, it wouldn't just be a step. You know, it wouldn't just be, oh, I'm eating potatoes. And now I'm going to go to this restaurant and eat potatoes with oil and salt. It'd be like, I don't eat potatoes. Right, right. I don't know if I'm explaining it, but somehow, somehow I, I just, just don't have all the temptations I had before for the, for the junk food, for the processed food. Yeah, I can. Okay. So 
people might not know this, but Barbie and I are both former food addicts. And so if you are also a food addict, a former food addict or a current one, then following specific guidelines and having strict boundaries is actually easier than not. Okay. So like, I think that's what you're saying, right, Barbie? Cause yeah, I guess yeah. So. Cause yeah. that's how I feel when I found the raw food diet, I found a solution. Okay. Speaking of the starch solution, I found the real solution to my food addiction because I could finally know exactly what I can eat, what tastes amazing. Like I'm not missing anything. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling satisfied and I'm not feeling deprived. Uh, but I also have specific things I eat and specific things I don't eat. And so when Barbie just said that, it made me realize, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If you're eating potatoes at home, it's going to be way easier to eat potatoes at a restaurant or eat French fries even. But if you don't eat potatoes, then you don't eat potatoes. If you don't eat cooked right. food, then you don't eat cooked food. And you know what? I really i am going to change my language when it comes to the raw food diet too, Barbie, because it's not hard. You're right. It just, it's a learning curve. It's a learning yeah. curve. And and you can't also, the, the thing that, has, that has to be is that you can't be perfect. So if somebody's listening to this and they really want to be raw, because most people that follow me do want to be raw or high raw, well, you're going to have to understand that, okay, if you eat fruit and vegetables, well, sometimes it's not going to be organic. That has to be okay with you, right? Like, Barbie, are you 100% organic? Oh, gosh, no. Yeah, can't be. You can't be. Barbie travels. Barbie lives in the real world. You can't be 100% perfect, but you can be 100% healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barbie, how, um, how uh, long have you been on the raw food diet? Uh, 10 months. And then, but before that, I was, I was, I transitioned for about a year on and off experimenting. Wow. That's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. And, um, okay. So do you ever, do you crave cooked food at the, at the moment? No, I probably did a little bit in the first month. Yeah. Yeah. See, so, and I know maybe that's unusual or maybe it's just a honeymoon period and I will in a, in a year or something. Well, I personally have experienced that the less, the more time that has passed since I've had cooked food, the less I want it. But see, right now, if somebody's in my house cooking and it smells amazing and they're like, and I have no fruit in the house and I, or I'm bored or I just am really hungry, right? Well, if I try that cooked food, mm, I'll really like it and I'll probably eat more of it. So you have to understand, you have to prioritize like, I'm not talking to you, Barbie. I'm talking to the listener. You have to prioritize having your food around, filling up on fruit and vegetables, and, and know that, hey, you have the option to eat that cooked food, but that is a slippery slope, like Barbie was saying. And like, cooked food is the number one addiction on earth. The number one addiction on earth. What would Dr. McDougal say about that, Barbie, if I presented that to him? Hmm. Oh, that's a good, <laughs> Does that's he a think good cooked food is addicting or he addictive? Probably- I don't know, but he he might say that um, cooked processed foods addicting, but cooked whole foods um, are only addicting in the sense that you eat, you enjoy them and eat them and are healthy and eat to satiation. I don't know. I don't know what he would say, but that's. Tell me, uh, tell me your experience uh, real quick about overeating on starches versus overeating on fruit. Have you done both? And what is your experience? 
I think it's just that I like to overeat anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. And, and so overeating on starches, it's more calories generally, unless unless I'm just eating bananas. But um, And so then I just get more, I just, I get over, over full because I'll, I'll, I'll binge like it's sort of, I mean, I'll, I'll overeat on sweet potatoes, but then I'll, I'll, it'll be too much or overeating on red beans and rice and it's too many calories and I feel really yucky. Whereas it's kind of hard to overeat on fruit um, or, or you overeat and then, but it's just not that many calories and then you're done. And I don't know, it just doesn't. Um, and also, I don't even know that I'm overeating. No, okay. I overeat more on this on starch than I do on fruit. And I maybe it's because it wasn't as satisfying. I mean, I love the taste. Yeah, it's not as satisfying. I totally agree. We're we have a sweet tooth and the starches are not sweet at all. They don't even taste. They're not salty. They're not sweet. What are they, Barbie? Like, I'm confused. Well, that's why you end up with all these recipes where you add a bunch of spices and Right. And, and often, right. you know, in the less restrictive programs, you add maple syrup and some salt and, and you, you get it to taste better. It, in conclusion, if, if anybody out there has a food addiction, I would highly recommend you try the raw food diet before you start trying the starch solution diet. Because I can just see myself back in the day uh, trying this diet and just like eating so much more because I wasn't satisfied, right? Eating so much more potatoes and rice, which are good, but at the end of the day, it's not sweet and we need sweet. We need it. That's what our body runs on. That's what our brain runs on. And uh, as a, if you have a food addiction, it's just like you're trying to get your dopamine, which I don't recommend, right? Like, let's be clear. I don't recommend you get your dopamine from food. That's the that's mm-hmm. the thing we really want to deal with. We want to get our dopamine from other things like having fun and working out and achieving goals and setting goals and, and you know, doing other things that we're passionate about. Even doing this podcast, I get dopamine from now. I get dopamine from doing lots of other things now. I used to just get it from food. Uh, was that your experience too, Barbie? Uh, yeah. And actually, I'm yeah. about um, I'm not lazy. So I'm going to reframe that too. And I'm going to say <laughs> I just have a things I want to do. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I, I've been saying I'm lazy for years, but then Barbie, I think to myself, wait a minute. Like if I look at my schedule, like even just this morning, there's no way that I could be called like the definition of lazy. It can't be me. And it's definitely not mm-hmm. you. So like, let's just stop this nonsense. And also the listener, I want you to think about your words and also just like, are they true? Because they're probably not even true. And um, yeah, so anyway, just uh, back to the dopamine real quick. It's just like, I feel very strongly that I would overeat and I wouldn't lose weight on the starch solution. So now that's my question. How did you, you lost weight on the starch solution, Barbie? Well, I did. I did at first because um, I was just eating the same amount of food that I ate when I was eating the standard American diet and it was less calories. Mm. So I lost mm-hmm. weight just accidentally. Um because I, you you end up eating more volumes on the less because it's lower get. calories, yeah. right, right. And I, and then I, but then my weight came back, and then I I, then I only succeeded when I kind of did like Chef AJ's program, which was pretty strict. So no sugar, no flour, 
And then I was also intermittent fasting. So uh, I was, I was still kind of using external ways to restrict because I just couldn't. Yeah. But on the raw food diet, I, I just am able to just be more natural. Yeah, it's not as complicated like the like the food. Okay, remember, starch solution is complex carbohydrates, right? So it's a complex uh, life you're living. You got to find all the sauces to make it taste good, and the spices, and you got to cook it or microwave it or do all this stuff. But with the simple diet, which is the fruit based diet, things are very simple. You don't need spices. You don't need to cook. You don't need recipes. Like Barbie doesn't, Barbie and I don't make recipes. Like the biggest recipe Barbie makes is the mango hemp seeds and uh, lemon, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, that's like gourmet, right, right. And so me too, I guess, you know, sometimes I definitely, yeah, I do a lot of dressings that are more than that, but I would like to be more simple because the more simple the meal, the better you feel and also the faster you heal. And that is a Doug Graham um, partially Doug Graham quote. And it's really, really true. And um I personally have really enjoyed talking to you, Barbie. Is there any anything else you wanted to say about what uh, um, your experience with the Star Solution or anything that um, Dr. McDougall has written about fruit that you really wanted to um, discuss or address? Nope, just that when I, I always wanted more fruit when I was following those diets. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember, I remember being on a low carb diets. I remember being mm. on high carb diets. I was actually on a similar to the starch solution, actually, now that I think about it, uh, back way back in the day. And whatever diet I was on, I was so unsatisfied because I just needed the fruit. And the raw vegan diet, truly, guys, is the only diet. And I tried them all, the zones, Weight Watchers, just like Barbie. Barbie's tried them all too. And the only diet that has worked for us has been this, the raw food diet, a fruit-based diet. And it's working for millions of people. It really is. We just don't know about them. Okay. But if you go to a place like Woodstock Fruit Festival, you'll meet hundreds of people that are on it. And there's people all over the world that are finding um, that it's really the only thing that truly works and heals us and makes us feel good, makes us look good. And it's just so great for everything, the planet, the animals, us, the environment. There's literally no, is there any downside to the raw food diet? That's a good question. No. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. I mean, like you said, it's a learning curve in the beginning, but so is the starch solution, right? Everything yeah, oh, has yeah, a learning curve. Much. Yeah. Is there any downside to a raw food diet? I mean, they all say like your teeth, it rots your teeth. Absolutely not true because if that was true, then there would only be like only raw vegans would have teeth issues. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> everyone has teeth issues in the world, right? Like I don't know one person that's, um, you know, that's living a life with zero teeth issues. It's just very rare to find. I guess some people would say it's hard socially, but. I don't yes, find that's it any it. harder than whole food plant-based. But that's because yeah. I was serious about whole food plant-based and I was yeah. really trying to follow it seriously. Yes. Well, perhaps we'll do an episode on social eating, eating healthy socially. And um, because that is it. That's the, the hardest part or the, 
the most negative part of the raw food diet, but it's not negative. Again, it's a learning curve because yeah, you learn to make new friends and you learn to set your boundaries and you learn to where you can eat and where you can't eat. And listen, there's places in Miami here, Barbie, that literally we could go into and I found places that you can order a papaya and they'll bring you a cut up papaya. Um, there's places with salads, there's places with smoothies, there's places with juice. I've eaten at many restaurants now, uh, but you have to find them, right? You can't walk into a steakhouse and think you're going to have a fucking papaya for dinner. It doesn't well, work like that. You, you do if you bring it. Oh, right, I, right, right. I, I, meet a, I meet a friend at McDonald's every week. and What? Well, I bring my Whoa. food. I get to eat a wonderful meal. I, she's a good friend. <laughs> that's, you see? Yeah, well, McDonald's is the best because there's no waiters. So there's nobody exactly. that's fucking... Yeah, that's actually way better than a steakhouse. By the way, Eli Martyrs said recently that he brought durian to a steakhouse. All his friends were eating steak and he was eating durian. Can you imagine? And the waiter, the waiter came over and said he has to put it away because it smelled really, really bad. Yeah. Can you imagine? (laughs) But anyway, uh, thank you so much, Barbie. This has been awesome. I don't know if the listeners enjoyed it, but... Why don't you guys let us know if you did, okay? You can leave a review uh, or you can message me. You can email me, jd at misfitvegan.com. If you liked this episode with me and the Raw Vegan Barbie, um, is it the or just Raw Vegan Barbie? Just Raw Vegan Barbie. Okay, okay. Um, And um, yeah, if if you guys liked it, we'll do another episode. If you guys didn't, we'll still do another episode. Um, And uh, I already have like a bunch of episodes so if we do it again next week barbie if you're interested let's do a topic that you would like to discuss um and yeah i really like talking to you because you're awesome you have lots of experience and you also came with you came prepared with with the (laughs) with the book with the starch solution so thank you very much barbie anything else you want to add no just thank you thank you for having me on and it was fun chatting with you Yes. Oh, let's leave them. Let's leave them with some advice. What is your best advice on um, how to eat more fruit to be more cute? Um, Frozen bananas taste better than fresh if you're having a hard time. Yes. Yes. Okay. And my tip for the day is don't, don't, don't worry about food combining. Don't stress Mm. it, boo. Don't stress it, boo. If you want to have frozen fruit after your salad, do it. If you want to have an avocado for breakfast, do it. If you want to have nuts with uh, um, oranges, do it. You might not feel good, but do it. Do it. Okay. Because you got to live and you learn. And remember Barbie, when you, when you were making the transition, you were learning, Hey, this doesn't Mm -hmm. work. This does, but you have to do it. You have to experiment. And uh, I did too. I ate cashews for breakfast with like mandarin oranges once. And like, that didn't work out too good, but I had to do it because, mm. you know, I had to know if that was going to work. So that's my advice. That's Barbie's advice. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, Barbie Boo. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>